hello everyone welcome to chaplain talks um i've got a very 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 exciting guest today uh, not only is he in the rock and roll hall of fame he founded one of the greatest bands ever the jackson five uh he's a fantastic guitarist he's an amazing singer tito jackson welcome to chaplain talks yeah how are you doing this sir <laughs> good how are you doing i can't complain life has been great it's been very well tell me you you founded the jackson five right pretty much i mean did, weren't you caught playing your dad's guitar or something yeah yeah well they put that title on me you know basically i i probably was the yes i was the first kid who didn't obey my father's rules and probably first kid that showed talent in the family as far as uh, is uh uh, musical instrument ability, but we were singing country songs. We had about two, two or three songs that we used to sing with my mother, because she loved country. And then when she washed dishes, she would sing these songs, and Jackie and Jermaine and myself would harmonize, you know, with her, you know, because we learned uh, how to harmonize from watching old shows like the Three Stooges, okay. that kind of thing. And But my father and his brother, Uncle Luther, used to get together every weekend and play guitars, play blues music and this and that. And I used to stare at it and wish I could do that, you know. And, and But my father had a rule, don't nobody touch his guitar, you know. And that's that's where that whole thing came in. And, and, and so... I, I went against the rules and, and played the guitar every day. And my mother would let me play it. She would let me sneak it out of, it, out of the closet. He kept it in and, and she would let me, you know, play it. And, and uh, one day uh, I broke the string. You know, I had been playing this guitar for months, almost, almost practically a year. And I broke a string. And that's how I got caught. And I, and I was very scared. She said, just put it, your dad's gonna be home soon. Just put it back in the closet. I'll talk to him. Before she could talk to him, he went to the closet to play his guitar and saw that broken string. And and, and he called all of, all of us in the room and pulled out his guitar and, and asked who's been, you know, playing the guitar. And this whole thing, who broke my, you know, who. And I started crying. He <laughs> said, boy, get in the room. You go to the bedroom, you know, because we were in the living room. That means you're going to get it. You know, so anyway, he got me real good and uh, put me back in front of the living room where everybody was and and fixed the string, put another string on it and, and said to me, uh, boy, Show, show me what you know. Because my mother told him I wasn't playing with the guitar. I was actually playing the guitar. Oh, I see what you, you mean. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, he knows a few songs in this and that. He, my father didn't want to hear none of that. <laughs> at the time. He, he punished me for basically not obeying. So anyway, I'm playing and crying and, you know, playing with this little thing I know or whatever. And he looked at my mother and said, Kate, this boy really can play. 
she said, I told you, Joe, he's not playing your guitar. He's He really wants to play the guitar. He said, I tell you what, my father said, I tell you what, you can have that dead guitar. I'll get myself another one. Wow. So he said, but I want you to learn every song you like on the radio and, and, and practice every day and hard. So I started playing songs I like, you know, Temptations, Motown, and all these songs. And I would play these songs. And of course, Jack and Jermaine knew the lyrics and stuff because we all like these songs. Yeah, yeah. So they singing them. They start singing these songs when I'm playing the guitar and we singing and playing. And that's how we started our little group. And Michael and Marlon were babies. They were like really, really young. They were like three, four years old. They were still playing with toys, rolling little plastic cars across the floor and stuff like that. And begging, but begging to be in the group, but acting like little babies and ask begging them. We tell them to get out the room. You're too young. You know, you're not ready. This is big boy stuff, you know. And and until one day we heard Michael sing, you know, uh, he was at the his elementary school, which we all went to that school at the same time. I was in, and I think I was in about fifth, sixth grade, something like that. And, and Jermaine was in the fifth grade. Jackie maybe had just gone to junior high school, seventh grade or something like that, maybe. And and, and Michael was in the school. Uh, uh, you know how school have like auditorium plays and the whole school goes to the auditorium and see a play or concert or whatever. So Michael got up there and sung this song. I forget the name of the song, but he tore it up. And we couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe what our ears were hearing. We didn't even know it was our brother, you know? And, and so we rushed him home and told him, you're in the group. <laughs> you're in the group, Marlon. Me too, me too, me too. I said, both of y'all, y'all in the group. So that's where we start doing our thing, you know, singing together as five brothers. <clears throat> and, and my father found out that we were singing and had talent because uh, he used to go to work and he worked uh, uh, all night, you know, the night shift and he'd get home somewhere around six in the morning and he's tired as heck. We're in the room making all kind of noise and he don't want to hear nothing but sleep, you know. He's telling us to be quiet in that room. Shut up, be quiet, you're making too much noise. And this and that. that and, uh, and my mom is the one that said, Joe, you ought to listen to him. I think they have some talent. Kate, those boys can't sing. They ain't got no talent. No, no, I really think they have some, Joe. You should really listen to them. So one day we decided, you know, to sing for our father and, and do whatever we were doing. And he he loved it. His next paycheck, he went and bought all kinds of things, microphones. Oh, really? Yeah, he bought microphones and amps and guitars and all kinds of stuff. And, and uh, we used to come home from school the moment we got home from school, he had all these uh, amps and mics on standby in the living room. Uh, moved all the furniture. 
kind of and stacked it in the corner, you know, because the place was very, very tiny. And we would rehearse, you know, until, uh, you know, we got tired or whatever, until we started, you know, the gigs start coming. And we would rehearse like that before we had gigs, if it was in Chicago or New York or what have you, where, you know, we would rehearse uh, before our shows. And while we rehearsing, the kids uh, walking home from school would stop and fight over positions in the window so they could peek in and see what we were doing and wow. that whole. So it, it was, we didn't know that that was the beginning of our career, but it was, it was a lot of fun and a lot of work too. Yeah, of course. Cause I mean, I have heard you say that in the past, I mean, you didn't, when you were growing up, you didn't really realize the impact you guys had on, on your fans or people, I guess you didn't know there were fans yet. So when do you think was that moment, that spark where you were like, Oh, you know, actually I'm famous. I realized that we're getting famous early in the seventies. Um, when we came to England and we had thousands and thousands of, uh, of fans to meet us at the airport. Okay. And that told me, I said, wow, we are known way over here across the water. You know, cause I thought, uh, uh, we just were really doing it in, in, in America. You know, but when I came over to England, found out that the same excitement was over there, you know, that let yeah. me know that it's spreading all across the globe, you know. So everywhere we went, basically, we had that response. Oh, man. You know? Yeah, so. There's this iconic performance on the uh, Ed Sullivan show, which I guess was in the late 60s, if, if I'm right. Yeah, I believe it was... Uh, Either late 69, early 70. Okay. I mean, when you left. No, I want you back. I want you back. I believe came out in October of 69. Okay. Okay. Amazing. But when, when you did that show, did you leave the show thinking, wow, this is like, we did a really good job? Because when you watch it, I mean, it's just unbelievable. You guys are so good on it. Well, I remember we preparing to do that. That was our first. Uh, international show and you you can't get any larger than Ed Sullivan's show mm -hmm. so I remember rehearsing vigorously for that that show and uh, getting the costumes and that whole period of my life is very memorable for me mm, yeah I can imagine and what so what was it like in the early days of how would you come up with song ideas like, take me in a room with you guys. Like, would you just sit around and just jam on the guitar sometimes? Well, we always had loose instruments around the house, whether it be a bass, guitars, or drums, or keyboards, or what have you. So I, I'm not a master of, of, of pianos or things like that. You know, I play guitar. Uh, um, but I can, you know, fuddle around a little bit on it, you know. So some songs were written on pianos and some songs were written on just guitars. Uh, but, but what what basically, and these songs, most of the songs that we came up with as a group, they were songs that maybe one person had 
an idea and, or started a song and didn't know where to go from that that point or, or needed help with a song. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Destiny, the song I had written in, uh, my, I had a place, a cabin up in the mountains in the snow in California. And it, it was my destiny, you know, when I wanted to get away quick, it was only an hour and a half away from my home. Okay. Uh, and I had a piano up there, mm-hmm. an upright piano, and I wrote there. Uh, but, uh, and, and uh, we were right together. We were going to Things I Do For You. That song is about my mother. Oh, know? really? Yeah, because she does the things to people, but nobody does. You know, outside the family, don't too many people do things for her. In every family, though, the mother is the is you know the big backbone of of everything for sure. Yeah, of our family, yes. I've started listening to your album uh, Tito Time, which only came out a few years ago. Uh, it surpassed my expect- expectations uh, because it's got you know. Oh, this- well, thanks. <laughs> it's got. It's got ballads on there. It's got it's got real groovy stuff on there. I just and a lot of really cool other singers as well. Um, and I absolutely loved it. And what a voice! But why? My question is, how? Why did it take you so? You know, why did you leave so much time to finally do something? Well, in America, especially uh, uh, at that time period in my life, when my brothers were doing their solos and and. Uh, having solo careers and releasing records. I was working with my sons through T, you know, and I wanted to be around, I had three boys and I wanted to be around for them. Cause the Jackson five kept me so busy. And and I, 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 I get home and barely have time to share with them. So I had said to myself, if I started solo too, that's gonna to take the little time I got with these guys, you know. So they they decided they wanted to try to follow in their uncle's footsteps. So I worked with them instead of working with myself. I said I I can always do a career later in life, you know, or whatever, you know, but I gotta pay attention to them. So that's the main reason. Your sons are extremely talented as well. So, I mean, what, when they do come to you and say, listen, we'd love to, you know, get into a career of, of performing and singing and, and, and everything. I mean, what's your reaction? Are you like, go for it or are you? Actually, they were really, really young. I mean, really young. Uh, TJ was barely five years old, maybe a little older. But I, I said to myself, their uncle started at that age, you know, so that didn't deter me. Uh, uh, and so they had gone to a Jackson concert, you know, all three of them, and they were very blown away what their father and their uncles could do. First time they them really seeing us perform, you know, they knew we were singers, but they didn't know to what degree. And they were blown away, so... When you're that young, they were all about the Jacksons. You would think it was uh, we were Star Wars or, or Spider Man or somebody, you know. They go home, they put on our records, and they would take the 
the brooms and things like that and pretend they were guitars. And and I said to him, I looked at him, I said, y'all enjoy that. Y'all enjoy being, yeah, that we won't only be like you guys when we get big. And this, I said, well, let me tell you one thing. I said, really play the instruments. They don't use brooms and mops. They really play guitars and pianos and stuff. I said, if you want to do that, you have to learn how to play and dance and sing. I said, so I get I gave him instruments. I let them have free uh, reign on my uh, pianos and synths and guitars and stuff. And they worked. I saw they 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 really wanted to do that. They were like real big Jackson fans. So I worked with them and got them singing and got them playing instruments got a couple of lessons and guitar lessons or what have you and and that's how the little group started they they worked hard for it they worked every day vigorously and you know i i like what they're doing yeah yeah no definitely i, I mean very 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 talented guys and then um didn't their uncle didn't michael produce their their album their, in the, the first album that came out they had a number of producers on it. I think Michael may have done one of his songs on it. Amazing. Uh, some collaborations on it with them. And 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 uh, Michael's uh, company, MJ Music, uh, was the company that released their first record. They were on Epic Records, and uh, uh, Michael had uh, 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 heard them perform and sing and all that stuff, so he asked, could they come down to his label? Of course, you know, that was a given. Yeah, of course. And uh, one thing I was very surprised with, which I absolutely loved, was I saw some amazing videos of you singing with the B.B. King Blues Band. And B.B. King is one of my idols. I mean, one of my guitar right. heroes, you know? And it was just so good. I really enjoyed it. And, and I love blues music. And the fact that you're singing blues as well, it, it just makes me happy, you know? How did, how did, you, how did you meet, how did you get to singing with them? B.B. King is my idol too. Uh, and and uh, I've met B.B. on several occasions when he would come uh, through California. I would go to the shows and hang out and talk to him and check him out and that whole thing. But as far as the blues band, they weren't doing too much after he had passed. And B.B. always wanted to be able to work, you know, because um, B.B. worked almost every day of the year, practically. And so they weren't doing too much. They had done something with, I think, Bonnie Raitt and maybe a few other artists. So I had gone to the museum the B.B. King Museum in, in Indianola, Mississippi. And the, and the main guy there, the guy by the name of Robert, uh, he had said, I asked about the band and he said, they're not doing nothing. And uh, uh, my uh, colleague who was with me, a guy named Terry, had said, uh, you think they would want to do a gig with uh, Tito? And, and he said, that sounds like a great, fantastic idea. So he gave us numbers and and uh, we made the call and they jumped on it. I jumped on it and that's how that started. But that was just a small little project that uh, 
I thought would be good for myself and them as well. Um, and right now I'm working on my solo blues album. I have a song that I did with the BB King Blues Band on this album, okay. along with uh, George Benson and uh, also with BB uh, King's daughter, uh, Colette King. And uh, it's really, really a nice song, which we did a, we did a Rock Me, Rock Me Baby, oh, a BB King song. <laughs> I love that, I, yeah. but I can't wait for that. Of course. <laughs> this is the song. Whoops. Rock me, baby. Sing it to you. Rock me all night long. Rock me all night long Rock me, baby Like my back ain't got no That's uh, the pipes on her. <laughs> yeah, that's BB's daughter. Can you believe it? She has a great book, doesn't she? So good. I can't believe the groove you put on that is just unbelievable. And I mean, that's got you on guitar as well, you know, doing a bit of lead. Yes. Uh, absolutely amazing. We have the, the other gentleman singing is a gentleman, gentleman by the name of Michael Lee. He uh blues artist that uh, also performed uh, with the BB King Blues Band, and uh, he also he won uh American time American uh, uh, American Idol, I believe it was. Ah, uh, really? Yes, and uh, yes, he's very strong vocalist and guitarist as well. Oh wow! I, thank you for playing that. I mean, I can't wait to hear the the album. That I cannot wait. That's going to be amazing. I play guitar as well. I want to show you quickly the, the my guitar picks that I uh, that I use. Oh wow, cool man! That's <laughs> nice. Yeah, you got to save me a close. I will. I promise. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, so I don't know if you remember um, your trip to Switzerland, where you came and visited the house. Uh, you you and your whole family actually. Yes, yes, I do. We all were Charlie Chaplin fans. Because I was yeah. going to say that there's this great photo of all of you 
with the family and then there's my family as well and me i must have been like god i must have been like seven years old probably younger all in front of the house you know did you say you guys watched some charlie chaplin stuff when you were growing up then is that what it is oh yeah we used to love charlie chaplin and we because we had this uh portion of day where we would watch uh three stooges and, the, and then they would show charlie chaplin and uh i think it was lauren hardy you know those type of uh things and we would just love uh charlie chaplin matter of fact michael loved him so much he one of the first things he learned how to sketch was charlie chaplin that's so cool huh? and i mean the funny thing is is when michael came to visit he came to visit the house twice um once before you once after you and um i remember i mean at that time i was such a huge jackson's fan and a michael jackson fan and i had posters of him all in my wall and i had no idea he was even coming you know and um and uh, he walked into my room and he just looked around just looked around and he went oh wow <laughs> no clue and then i'm standing there like oh this is michael jackson i can't believe it <laughs> Do you have any photos of that? Yeah, yeah, I've got. I'm pretty sure we have photos all around. Um, I just, I'll, I'll, I'm going to find some and I'll send it to you. How was it working being with Michael? So, if you saw Michael Jackson work in a studio, Michael was phenomenal to work with. Uh, all the brothers are actually, but Michael was uh, also. He had a touch of, uh, uh, I would say, uh, genius in the musically inclined he just he can make the worst song sound good he's just one of those type of artists you know uh, no matter how bad your song was you knew if michael touched it there's gonna be something special about it no oh, amazing and so when because you're performing as the jacksons again how is it being on the road with everyone and performing those songs for you well i i enjoy performing period, whether it's with myself or my sons or the Jacksons. But it's great, always great to do the earlier music, you know, the Jackson classics. And um, they just never get old to the audience. So that's a great thing and a great feeling, you know, uh, when you can sing a song that you recorded a half a century ago and it's still get a great great response today you know amazing no that's really cool thank you so much tito thanks for the interview no thank god you, bless tito. you thank you so much i really really appreciate it and take care talk to you sir talk to you soon bye bye yeah bye 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 spencer